Wisconsin's Afternoon News is on the air. Broadcasting live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in beautiful downtown Milwaukee. Here's John McCure. Sandy Max is here. So is Greg Matzik. Debbie Lazic has got your roads. Adam Roberts is producing the show this afternoon. There's a fundraiser going on right now here at the Third Street Market Hall to honor Officer Peter Jerving. It's right outside our windows here. They have a special space here. And you can show up down here. This goes until 7 o'clock. Show up down here, and money raised goes to the Milwaukee Fallen Officer Fund, which will help the Jerving family. WTMJ's Wyatt Barmar Pooley is at the event, and he is with us this afternoon. All right, Wyatt, it sounds fun behind you. Yeah. What's going on there? Yeah, they've got a pretty good hook from the outside if they're trying to bring people in. They've got three mounted police officers on horses right outside the entrance of the 3rd Street Market Hall as a whole. It's right outside the window here in the Starlight Room. And we're seeing already dozens of people, several uh, local dignitaries. I believe I see Police Chief Jeffrey Norman is here. There's folks from the Sheriff's Office. Uh, Andrew Wagner, president of the Milwaukee uh, Police Association, also here. And it looks like they're beginning to get the free drinks and start uh, enjoying their time here. So uh, the mayor is supposed to be there. Cavalier Johnson's going to show up. Peter Fagan of the Bucks was just with us in the studio, and he's made his way down here, down there. How many people would you say are there, roughly, Wyatt? Right now, there's definitely there's a few dozen. It's not it's not feeling particularly crowded yet, but there's people in the whole room, even stretching a little bit into the back, where there's some couches, mainly congregated towards the front. Uh, around the bar where they are offering back the blue lemonade, which I'm looking at is also, of course, blue. Uh, what's the food situation like? I, I haven't seen a whole lot of it yet there, but I know that they have access to uh, pretty much all the Third Street Market Hall vendors. It seems like there's also some... Uh, over in the corner by the windows, there is some uh, stuff that they have here on tables already as well. A lot of, uh, there's a whole tray of salads, and I assume some other stuff that I can't see because uh, people are in front of me. You're where the action is, Wyatt, and there's going to be a 50-50 right in the middle of it. raffle there. Are you seeing any officers from District 4 where Officer Jerving was stationed? I'm seeing people that, that they're obviously not in uniform, but I'm seeing some people wearing uh, like sweatshirts or stuff that has the uh, badge on it that marks them as a one member of the police department. I haven't seen any that are specific to District 4 yet, but I'm going to, once I get off the air here, I'm going to start talking to folks and make sure that I find out who's here and uh, what they're here for. Wyatt Barmar Pooley is right here at the 3rd Street Market Hall. A fundraiser going on right now, benefiting officer Peter Jerving goes until 7 o'clock. Tickets are still available, so you show up down here at the 3rd Street Market Hall. $100 is what it costs. You get unlimited food and drinks, and the money goes to the Milwaukee Fallen Officer Fund, which will help the Jerving family. 100% of the proceeds go to that fund. So come on down. There's still time for you. It goes until 7 o'clock. According to Wyatt Barmore Pooley, look for the three mounted police officers right in front of the 3rd Street Market Hall. Pretty cool. It is 5.13 at WTMJ. Fat Tuesday is tomorrow. We've got a head start. Grievous Bakery's in the house. That's up next. I'm going to cruise as a compound, eat all the pussy I see. Cruise.
Fat Tuesday is tomorrow, and there's quite a tradition here in southeast Wisconsin. It is the Poonchki, and our favorites come from Grevy's Bakery, a family-run institution in our city for a long time. And we're excited that Rachel Wiesner is with us in the studio. From Grevy's, thank you so much for being with us. Thank you so much for having me. You know you're the most popular girl in this building. <laughs> you walk in here with a couple dozen Poonchki, yeah. that's what happens. Card. And you can smell them. Oh, they just smell fantastic. rich and full and delicious. It really is a treat, at least once a year. I, I don't normally indulge beyond Punchki Day, but yeah, wow. Producer Adam never comes in the studio, but he's found his way in now. That's a... Uh, <laughs> no sticking your finger inside to see what the flavor is, yeah. either. I'm not, yeah, don't I'm do not that. allowing you to do that again. Yeah. What, flavors, flavor. what flavors, flavors have you brought? Have you brought some prune? We did. We brought the traditional prune. We've got some apple with cinnamon. Mm. Got some lemon cheese, which is a, my favorite. Ooh. Blueberry Custard, buttercream, and the two raspberries, the sugared and the mm. iced. I got a chocolate with custard. That is so good. It's decadent. That is really, really good. I, are, there some, uh, are, are there some varieties that, uh, that you kind of experiment with? I've always, I'm always fascinated by the testing process to see what makes sense in a punchki, because prune is traditional, right. and then bakeries like Reeves have decided to get a little creative and make it interesting. Yeah, so, I mean, I think we've had a lot of requests for strawberry hmm. this year, so we're, we're, we're hearing what other bakeries are doing. We stay with the traditional flavors. Uh, apricot is something we've been testing, and I think we may, may go a little crazy next year and do something like a s'mores. Oh, okay. Ooh, oh, I'm, listening. Right. Right. I'm listening. Marshmallow. Because <laughs> yeah. the whole idea is to indulge. Correct. Before the Lenten yes. season, right? So, I mean, you yes. can go the purest route and just have prune, or yeah, get wildly creative. And I like the idea of s'mores or right. all trendy salted caramel or something. Yes. You know? How many will you sell? We, but I'm glad you asked that question. We just had a record breaking year. We are selling this year 200,622. Oh my God. Oh. 200,000. Pieces oh today my, for Fat so Tuesday much. production alone, we sold sixty-seven thousand, and that doesn't even count what our Lincoln store location will do tomorrow. Wow. Okay, so that was a question I had, right? It's Punchki Day. People go crazy, yeah, right, and they line up, and there's a line out the door. I always wonder what happens on like I don't know October fifteenth. Are, are people buying Punchki? <laughs> are they available? They're available. We we richen the dough so it actually is a different formula for tomorrow. So you'll see like a little uh, more of a yellow flavor. Yeah. That's that egg protein. I, so I it is it that. is a little bit different of a. Of yeah. Uh, product um but yeah we went through twenty five thousand pounds of filling which is 12 and a half tons of filling so fun tons Tons. so is that what makes this different than a donut i always want what's the difference it's it's that filled component right yep wow dating back to the middle ages of poland when they created the punchki in in for in preparation for Lent and Ash Wednesday, when they used to use all of the un, they didn't want to waste food, um, so it was a way of creating a sweet treat prior to to Lent. And it's a wonderful use of that food, <laughs> let me tell you. But my, you, you got to do the talking. Well, you need like two bites. Like my goodness, this is my third one. <laughs> my boyfriend is a Jackabowski, so he grew up in West Dallas, so you know, born and bred Milwaukee, and this is part of his life. And this was that. kind of what I learned when I moved to Milwaukee. I'm like, oh, like my father. Has Polish roots in Michigan, but like we didn't grow up with Poonchki. It is just as Milwaukee as Friday fish fries. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Rachel, what's it your favorite like flavor? Cheese. Yeah. 
I'm a savory girl. Okay, so I like that too. Yeah. Is cheese inside of one of those? If it gets too sweet. Wait, it's not like mozzarella. Right, I got to go for a fourth one. Okay. Oh, my goodness. Are you going to hunt for the cheese one? Is that what well, you're doing? I'm going to try not to handle them all. Maybe Rachel can Thank tell you. me you what the cheese one looks like. We always say, like, you know, buy local. It's good to support right. your local small businesses. Mm, this is I'm one of those local. really simple ways because I love... That you were just talking about, like working with two brothers. Two brothers. And then yeah. it's Grandma Irene that started this. A woman, yeah, a woman owned and st- uh, company that started back in 1937. She started the company when her husband fell ill, and it started with the butterhorn in her mm. home kitchen. Oh, and now, that's cool. as we were discussing, it's become a fabric of the Milwaukee experience. Mm-hmm. It really had. That was one of my. I went to Marquette, and that was one of my first places to go. Was the old Greebies location at Twelfth and Wells, and that was just a go-to all the time. And then to then evolve and go to the location on National. So it's just it's it has been part of my Milwaukee experience for sure. Do you find people fall in love with a certain bakery? They're loyal. Like people go to the place their parents have gone, or they took their kids. Yes. I think, you know, for us, it's the hat, ham, and roll experience on Sundays. People will wait in line for 30 minutes just for the, it's part of the experience. So I I do agree that there there are people who are just loyal fans of, of a particular bakery, and we're Thankful for the fans of Greebies. Yeah, and I, I love the scent, right? I mean, I it's just too. like 5 a.m. If you're driving by Greebies, yeah. you're like, whoa, what is just <laughs> Like the dedication of the donut pastry maker, like that's that's different world, man, because you are up early to get that done right. Especially and, for a big day. How early were yeah. you we, Well, our production crew was there at, at about 3.30 this morning, and our general manager, Claire, had to change her clothes three times over because it went from blueberry to, to cheese to, <laughs> oh, to custard. <laughs> She, I mean, she gets in there, so it's yeah, it's it's a it's the thankless job because you don't get to see behind the scenes. You just get to see this amazing finished product. But we have a staff of about eighty five folks who've been there since Whoa. about three thirty this morning. Man, so what man. time will you open tomorrow? What time can people there show up? Our Lincoln up? location at fifty first and Lincoln will open at five o'clock tomorrow morning for the a la carte. Uh, so you can come in and, and grab your dozens of punchkis at our our flagship store. If you did pre order on our website, mm-hmm. you can pick up at Ope brewery it's something different we did this year to alleviate oh. some of that pressure yeah. from the flagship store just because there's not a lot of parking in that space yeah uh, fans will be able to take advantage of a quick drive-through pickup hmm. process this year so we've partnered with ope to execute on that can plan. you still order online or is it too late it's too late so that's why please come to 51st and lincoln yeah five o'clock show up there five o'clock uh, four get there at four you don't want to you want to get the fresh ones you want to not want to exactly. miss out wait in line oh how wonderful you're part of this just joyous tradition yeah will fun. you run out of anything tomorrow how do you time out like i mean you're making hundreds of thousands we may of sell these. out we never we, we call it selling out um we, will you we sell out ramped up the order for tomorrow in preparation i mean we're 25 percent over oh my god demand year over year year over year that's year amazing 25 percent wow and even when our with our our vendor partners like sendix we're everybody's yeah. up 25 percent from our location i was just going to ask if you, if you had a, a complex network of vendor partners that you sort of fish them out to for we do when when we're, we're always checking with our local sendix to say sure. how are you where are you at yeah. just to see what what the vibe is and where where the sales are coming from around the city weather also has a lot to do with that but sendix would be the place to go if we run out which one do you make the most of Raspberries. Both raspberries are I top like in the list. Raspberries are so good. Yeah, they do duke it out. That's why we do two. Okay. <laughs> That's so good. Yeah. Do you sell a lot of the prune? We don't. I'm it shocked. comes in waves. I think people are a little scared of the flavor yeah, even though it's they, traditional well, it's yeah. gonna keep you regular but, that's but how regular you want to be eating a donut or a pastry well i mean four i could be really really well, regular you, you, yeah please 
It's the best way to enjoy fruit is right. inside. Right. Yeah, so face inside a yummy pastry <laughs> yeah. pyramid. Yeah, you are right about that. Uh, Rachel face. Wiesner is with Greeby's Bakery. Get to the Lincoln location, 5 o'clock tomorrow, and you'll be open all day till there's... 3 o'clock. 3 o'clock is yeah. when you'll wrap it up? That's when we'll wrap it up. And what do you do with the leftovers? Take a nap. <laughs> if there are <laughs> If there are any, we'll look at our fo- local food banks. Okay. Yeah, we'll contact them. Um, well, we're not a food bank, but... <laughs> oh. You're raising your hand for any leftover yeah, punch, please. Rachel, thank you so much. Yeah, it was fun to have you, you here. And thank thanks you to all of your bakers and frosters and glazers and everyone mm-hmm. who's making Punchki Day a joy tomorrow morning. Thank you. Official titles. Yeah. Perfect. I like that. That's very good. I want to be a glazer. Wisconsin's Afternoon News on WTMJ. Hey, spring training is here. Baseball's back. Keep it tuned to WTMJ all spring for Cactus League Baseball. The sounds of Brewers baseball, including Bob Euchre, through spring training. Our first broadcast is this Saturday at 210. Check it out, this Saturday at 210. Spring training is back right here on the home of the Brewers, WTMJ. Meteorologist Brian Nisnatsky is with us. Had to talk baseball a little bit there because it's not going to feel like baseball the next couple of days, Niz. Yeah, that did brighten things a little bit. I've been back here in the Weather Center just talking all sorts of just yeah. winter nonsense, and um, that was good to hear. Uh, I'm, having my, I'm having a hard time sun. wrapping my head around how to even describe the next few days because it just looks like it's going to be a mess and we're kind of on the border of it could be this, it could be that. Um, How how do we talk through what's likely to begin tomorrow? Well, you're right because I just tweeted out uh, a graphic that all it says is a big winter mess. And that's what it is. (laughs) I mean, literally, that's what it is. So, like, we were talking about how to approach this in the Weather Center and stuff. You you know, you get three, four minutes to tell the forecast. You know, what is most important? How are we going to handle this? Um, There's still so much uncertainty with Wednesday and Thursday. We did basically specifics for Tuesday night. Tuesday night, I think we're going to have a round of some light snow, like an inch here in Milwaukee and then one to three inches across our northern spots. After that... You name the precipitation type, and we're likely going to see it. Um, so the way it kind of shapes up right now, it's a two-part system. You have two areas of low pressure. So really, technically, it's two storms. Um, and you get the first one that moves in here um, with that round of light snow Tuesday night, a break Wednesday morning, and then Wednesday afternoon comes potentially a heavy, icy mix. We're talking sleet, we're talking freezing rain, and we're talking snow. Now, it will be primarily snow north of Milwaukee, from Milwaukee and south, we're probably looking at more of that sleety, freezing rain stuff. And then here comes round two, uh, well actually technically round three, on Thursday we could have yet another round of this icy mix. To sum it up, I think travel is going to stink Wednesday and Thursday, unless you catch one of those lulls. If you're going north of us, Fox Valley, Green Bay, Wausau, they could be talking one to two feet of snow. Whoa! Yeah, that's serious. Yeah, it's a multi-day event. Um, And then it also extends over to the Twin Cities. So anybody with flight plans, any transfers, Twin Cities, Wednesday and Thursday, uh, it's not happening. Um, It looks really, really rough out that way. I think we're on the outside looking in as far as like big, big monster snow totals. But we still could end up with several inches of snow uh, to go along with a tenth of an inch of freezing rain and an inch of sleet. You know what I mean? So yeah, like, you name yeah. it, it's we're getting it all. It's it's not going to be pretty. It's not going to be one of those snows or the systems that it's like, oh, we can enjoy this. Oh, it's so pretty. It's just going to be an ugly, sloppy mess. And they, yeah, that's something the adults have to deal with. And do you think the temperatures will be in the right range that 
salt yeah. and those kind of solutions sure. will actually help keep the roads a little less slippery? It's a great question, Sandy. I, I do think one thing that is in our favor during the daytime hours on Wednesday and Thursday, I do think there will be at least a small period where we do rise above the freezing mark, which will help things out. And during the entire event, we're going to be close enough to freezing. That salt should help quite a bit. However, it could come down heavy enough, uh, especially Wednesday afternoon, Wednesday night. That's probably the worst of this. Um, it could come down hard enough that it will offset you know, any plowing or any, you know, uh, salting that you do. I got caught in one of these up in Green Bay about 10 years ago where it poured freezing rain. And, I mean, it was something that I never want to drive in again. I was going into work at, like, 2 a.m. And, like, yeah. temperature was right at 31, and the salt did nothing. It, like, literally turned the road into an, a sheet of ice in, in a as, as quick as puddles form in the middle of summer. You know mm. what I mean? Like, yep. It was just like yep. that. So you don't want that. Um, hopefully we don't see that. Um, hopefully we'll start to iron that, that potential out uh, in the next 24 hours. All right. Hey, that's a good update. Uh, you, you let us know where we're sure. at, and we'll get more detail You know, when we talk tomorrow. All right, sounds good, guys. Yeah, just uh, I, people have been asking school. That, that's not we're not at that level yet, yeah. but I would start making those plans. Okay, yeah. good advice. Good advice, Niz. We'll talk cool. to you tomorrow. Yep, later, guys.